Hello and welcome to Hanging Out with Hanger 9. I'm Lemon Tree. And I am Squiddy. And this is the London Spitfire podcast. And can you believe it's week two already? Week two has been and gone in the Overwatch no, League. I cannot believe it. It's already going too fast and we haven't even started quite yet. It's quite scary, really. It is. It is. Um, unfortunately, we didn't play this weekend, but uh, there were still There were plen- still some cracking matches to watch. And yeah. some me- memeing matches as well, <laughs> as we'll cover in a bit. As as we will. Um, but of course, there wasn't quite as many matches uh, on show this weekend as initially expected, what with the uh, Chinese homestands. But we've got news um, recently about when those Chinese uh, matches are going to be are going to be moved to. Um, I think you've got got some I've more got details the about that. on this. Yes. Uh, so the Chinese homestands have been moved to week. Six and seven of the Overwatch League. They're going to be played in a studio in Seoul. Although possibly there may be possible matches at the Seoul homestand. So for many of these players, it's actually going to be like a home match for them. Mm. Playing back in Seoul. And then the big news, I would say, or arguably other big news, is that um, Seoul Dynasty and Gen G Esports will be donating money to charities supporting the victims of the coronavirus including 100% of the proceeds from the March Seoul Dynasty homestand and any merchant direct merchandise and in-game skin sales go to these designated charities which is a fantastic move really uh, absolutely yeah uh, they they don't have to be doing these sorts of things um you know they could quite happily you know take their money and you know no one was crying out for them to be you know this generous and donating all their skin sales and what have you during this month no but to, for them to for take them to do it yeah this opportunity and go we're we're gonna help those because they're probably one of the closest te- apart from the Chinese team mm. the closest team that could be affected by this so exactly it's I it's just a fantastic move from their organization as a whole really. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, hats off to the to the Seoul Dynasty for that short show of support and uh, and what have you to the to the Chinese teams and uh, yeah, as as we said last time, it's a, a terrible thing, not just affecting esports, but of course that's what we're here to talk about. So we'll talk about it in you know an esports con- context, but yeah, definitely hoping that this gets uh, resolved as as soon as possible. Absolutely, and now we will go with the scores from the weekend. <laughs> Houston Outlaws, nil. Florida Mayhem, three. Philadelphia Fusion, three. Washington Justice, one. Houston Outlaws, nil. Washington Justice, three. Philadelphia Fusion, three. Florida Mayhem, nil. And there were the scores from the weekend, and it was the Philadelphia homestand this week. Uh, did you get a chance to see the matches? I did, I did. I didn't quite catch uh, every single one in uh, in tons of detail. Uh, I think I sort of missed out on the Florida-Philly one. I think that was the only one I didn't see. Um, but I think it, it was definitely enjoyable. Um, I think. Well, so uh, what my... do you think of the staging and of, just of... the whole event in general? I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. I don't think it was quite as iconic looking as as um 
as the New York homestands were. I think it's personally because I'm used to watching, like I'm a wrestling fan as well. So I'm quite used to watching events in like Hammerstein Ballroom and it's got like a particular look and vibe for me. Uh, yeah. But it, it was still very impressive. Like every time I see these events live, it's, um, I don't know, just seeing esports, like we got very used to the Blizzard Arena. It looks really, really cool and really, really futuristic and stuff. But seeing it traveling around, it sort of gives it a more... Um, like like that more sort of football football vibe. You know, you're going to some yeah, random team absolutely. that you've never been to before and you get to see their their stadium and how it, it looks different. It is exciting. It is. It's yeah. exciting seeing it and it's just making me more excited for when the London homestands or the London Spitfire homestands occur in end of March. Mm. We're getting ever closer to it. Uh, so, yeah, this weekend, the four teams that were playing were Philly, obviously, it was their homestand, Florida, Houston and the key team we'll be looking at this week, the Washington Justice, as they are London Spitfire's next opponents at the Washington homestand next week. Yes. Um, so what did you think of, of Washington overall? Uh, the first match that they played uh, this so, weekend was that match um, against the Philadelphia Fusion. They lost 3-1, but I think coming out of this weekend, we can say that Philadelphia might be one of the best teams in the league. I know it's still very early to say that yet. So do you think I a 3-1 was a good showing for Washington and we have you know reason to be fearful? I think the... Talking about Philly briefly, the mm-hmm. scariest thing about them, Fury is still on the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when 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 they can take one of our best players, put him on the bench, and still and still crank out these sorts of performances, it it is sort of you know scary. They've got that sort of ace in their back pocket, you know, that talent just waiting, yeah, to get a chance. Um, uh, from Washington's point of view, I had maybe higher expectations of them in reality, Mm. seeing how they were in stage four, Mm. and just destroyed everyone else around them i came into this thinking Corey was just going to continue exactly where he left off him and stratus would just continue domit being one of the best dps pairings in the league i it didn't quite turn out that way actually i think mm. what philly did very well was temper uh, Corey down as much as possible. They limited his ability to influence the game. Mm. Yeah, I think that's I think... what London has to do. Or try yeah. and do at least. Yeah. I think I think we are gonna struggle against uh Washington. I think they are I think they're our quality side. I think they've got like you say, Cor- like you say, Corey is really is a really is a bright spark. Um, he's their playmaker. I think when he plays well, he's definitely the carry. Mm. I think if he doesn't play well, there's a chance that London have. I think Ellie Vogt, their off tank, mm. um, this was his Overwatch League debut, I believe, and he was he just looked fantastic. So many eats, just good aggression on the diva when they played because that's they stuck quite meta. Mm-hmm. Really, they stuck with that McCree, uh, May, with Stratus on the May and Corey flexing on the DPS characters. Although on Nepal, uh, they came out uh, with their Doom Reaper comp, which was quite surprising, really, with Stratus on the Doom and Corey on the Reaper. Mm. So I think 
they've they've got that flexibility, which that can try maybe flummox London a bit. Yeah, like we said last week, I think it is the inflexibility of London that's really going to come and really going to come and bite us eventually. I think I think not having that sort of again, maybe we do have it in our locker. You know, maybe there is, you know, one of our players is able to flex onto the doom fist and cause havoc and wreck the supports and sort of create that space for us to you know whatever get whatever game type it is you know progress the point or capture the point or what have you. Um, but we we just haven't seen that yet, and in, and until we do, I you know I don't really feel confident saying we can beat the lights of justice who who do have that sort of ability to them. I think the I think what London can take um, not for granted that's the wrong word for try and exploit a bit is mm. maybe a bit of lack of decision making in Washington because especially on yeah. map four Temple of Anubis. Uh, Philly were capping the point and Washington then committed uh, ma- Amp Matrix mm-hmm. and maybe one other alt, but then didn't touch the point. So Philly were able to cap and then push point B. Mm. And I think that's where London will be able to maybe try and exploit them a bit, just try and fo- rush them, force them to make quick decisions which may not necessarily be the best decision to make at that time. Yeah, I say you, you, you're talking about those the sort of poor decisions, and of course, um, maybe the big one was the uh, the C9 on uh, on King's Row. Uh, <laughs> there's about 34 centimeters to go, I think, and uh, Raw, the um, the Washington Justice Reinhardt sort of charges 90 degrees away from the point. You know, the May gets booped off, and then Philly can make it two one. Uh, I had to watch that clip several times to work out how Philly were able to cap it. <laughs> I had to it work... is difficult to see in real time. Yeah, I had to it's... draw the circles on all the characters going, hang on. They were there. <laughs> the Lucio was there. Ryan was there. And just trying to figure out. Though they then came back on Temple of Anubis with the Ark C9. That was Philly. Philly was could so have delicious. had it done so good. immediately, and then Ark pulled out his best Sanguinar impression, <laughs> and so just somehow no one expected it. You had again, you had to look back to see where he came from. He went mm. to the right hand side to pass the pillars. Yeah, no one had and any idea. He just, yeah, no, peer, no peer one spotted him. No one spotted him, and I think it once Funny Astro realised. He was charging back and then Ark just booped him away to, in the end, <laughs> not the do much. But it was, that's was one of the great moments of the weekend, definitely. Absolutely. I, I, one of my favourite things about particularly high level Overwatch is, is these ridiculous like back caps and C9s. And, you know, it's, it's all right for me in my gold and silver games if, you know, the Sombra, you know, back caps on Horizon Luna Connolly or something ridiculous like that. But for like to it's happen in like high level competitive we're not being paid professionally (laughs) to play these games we do them out of our own interest in the games we're not getting paid that big money no to not allow those mistakes it just goes to show that you know but i mean we're all human we're all you know forgetful or overzealous or whatever the thing is but or or it shows how good you know people like ark are to be able to you know see those gaps and take those opportunities that you know, other people wouldn't be able to, but yeah, I, I love I love yeah. C9s and back caps. They're some of my favourite things about. I mean, we all love clicking heads, of course, and you know, widow jewels and what have you. But 
but yeah, I love love a good C9, love a good back cap. <laughs> yeah, I think another talking point of this weekend was that there were actually quite a few pauses. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna come on, especially to that. in the uh, Houston Florida match, the first one. There were it seemed to be many tech issues. Yeah, I I guess is this is like I don't I don't know if they ever said definitively what the tech issues were, whether that was like you know the keyboards or mouse issues or or what have you. But I guess this is sort of the nature of traveling homestands. Um, you know, you're going to have you're several production have teams issue. and, and you know, they're communicating to LA for the desk bit and they're coming back and there there are going to be these sorts of weird, like, production quirks that they haven't quite ironed out yet. Because, I mean, yeah, like we say, we are only, this was only the second week, so I'm sure these things yeah, will I, get ironed out eventually. But it is, it is yeah, a little I'm bit hoping. worrying for your prof- big professional broadcast for... For these sorts of yeah, things definitely. But I think, yeah, I think as you said, it's just the fact that they're traveling and maybe it's the new teams. You're just hoping by mid-season, these are a very rare thing. Because mm. we had a couple in New York, now a couple here. You're just wondering, are there going to be more at Washington? And if so, how many more? Mm. Yeah, no, you certainly, you certainly hope not. You certainly hope not. Yeah, the other match Washington played this weekend was against uh, Houston. However, I'm not sure we can take much from this match, really, (laughs) as Houston, according to some people, there were a few illnesses in the background that may have plagued the team. But I really don't see that as an excuse as to why you run Brig Lucio as your support duo. Against an Anna Lucio, it is it is a very interesting choice. Um, I don't quite know what their what their thought process was there. Um, it's like, not like this is a sustained meta anymore. It no. is that burst healing from the Anna to try and keep your main tank alive, and like while your yeah. McCree and your May try and wall off and get picks. Yeah, it just simply doesn't crank out enough, sort of enough healing to be able to deal with that and you know particularly if you're playing like a brig into a widow or what have you like it's just it's just not gonna work um i am interested for when we play uh houston outlaws though which isn't that far away now i think that's Um, week four yes i think you're right first of march i think we play them because from this you know that might be our first win of the season possibly they look about on our level hopefully they don't quite get into gear they're still you figuring think, out the kinks I, I think by the we time looked we play better it. than them than they did like when we mm. played paris i think we looked much better than houston did against either philly or florida mm. i mean they were lacking a few of their maybe star players but it just felt like especially Muma on main tank just Either every either everything just wasn't working for him, or maybe it's just maybe not an Overwatch League tank anymore. I suppose, you know. I suppose you know. I'm I'm sitting here criticizing London for not being flexible and not not being able to adapt. And I mean, maybe I should be praising Outlaws for at least you know trying to be a bit innovative with their support line, even if it is a stupid idea. Um, maybe by the third map or or the second game they probably should have figured out that maybe it wasn't working but I I suppose I've got to give them points for trying it I guess yeah I think yeah kudos uh, on the Overwatch League table for doing your very best maybe mid table I would say for doing it they were committed full heartedly heartedly committed 
to this <laughs> Ryan, this Lucio Brig, and then finally they got Raucus to switch to the Anna and Eichenwald, but by then it was too little too late, mm. really. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Houston could be one of the first wins, because let's not forget, the next match is at the Washington homestand, so they're going to have the big support. Yes. I think how you saw Stratus and Corey lap up the 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 hate mm. uh, from the Philly fans and still played fairly decently, how are they going to perform when they're in front of their own fans who you want to cheer them on, not just boo them? I think... Yeah, no, you, you make a great point. I think it was definitely... I think it was, Yeah, definitely Stratus was, was really making a big point of it uh, this weekend. And it, he, he seems like that kind of player that feeds off that negative energy and probably also means he's going to feed really well off of positive energy as well. So absolutely. I think I think I'm, I'm predicting some big plays from him possibly if the crowd really gets, you know, really gets him going. So I think for London's what they need to do is try and help J-Mac a bit more because he's currently I believe still leading the league in deaths per 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, you need to uh, sort that out for your main Sort that position. and then Bernard to just if we to try and shut down Corey as much as possible, try and limit his ability and allow Glister to really shine against Washington. So at their Washington homestand, it's not just London v Washington. I know that's all we would want to talk about, <laughs> but there are five other matches going on, and the first one on the Saturday is an absolute cracker. It is New York versus Philadelphia Fusion. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. That could be. I th- I think we're looking at the two playoff contenders there. I just how I completely strong agree. Philly look. Look, even Sardo. Sardo from season two was one of the worst main tanks in the league. Maybe Goats didn't suit him. Mm. Maybe he wasn't great at double shield. But just seeing him absolutely destroy teams with his shatters the flank shatters shatters under the cart just his overall reinhardt play was absolute a tier and i think he could give mano a very hard job on the saturday i've i've got to agree i think i it is for me it feels like a coin flip it feels like there isn't going to be much to separate these two um no absolutely not <sighs> I really don't know where I'm leaning. I'm sort of leaning more New York, but that's it's almost more on historical basis. How New York have always been like the top of the pecking order, and they're always you know the the leading contenders going into these sorts of things. But, but then Philly beat New York to get to the inaugural grand finals to then lose to the London Spitfire. To lose to the London Spitfire, add. of course, of course. But I don't know. I feel like Philly might have more of the momentum with them this time, but. It's, it's tricky. I'm, I think I'm. I think I'm going to go New York. I think. I think I'm going Philly for that one. We're disagreeing. We're disagreeing. <laughs> and then the match after that is possibly the meme match of the weekend: <laughs> Boston Uprising versus Houston Outlaws. Again, I think this one is honestly a coin flip. Who has any idea what's going to? Who knows what comps are going to be run? I want to see Nano Bob <laughs> from this. That is my hope. Honestly, Nano Bob, Brig Lucio, throwing a Hogzario as your tank line, Ash, and, I don't know, Torbjorn. 
Holding on Eichenwald. I mean, why not? Why not? Let's let's bring it all out. Um, if that happens now, I'm going to claim I'm clairvoyant. If, there, if there's a tour plane this that. weekend, then yeah, I think, you know, you've got some sort of power that you need to disclose. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what the lottery numbers are. So do I. So do I. Um, yeah, that's a coin flip match, really. And then yeah. following that, we have Paris v. Washington, which we're, we're definitely keeping an eye on as Paris are our divisional rivals. They are. There are divisional rivals. There are our sort of local rivals as well, just across the uh, across the across the channel there. Um, I think Paris might have this. I think they looked very good when they played us. And even, and against Toronto, I think they, they might edge this one. Yeah, I, it is, even though it is it's really tricky Washington. to say. I think Washington did play really well. And they... Um, Philly did kind of destroy them. Not destroy them, but... No, you're right. Destroy them was the right word. They did everything they needed to to just neuter Washington's attacking threat. I think if Paris can do that, mm. it's an easy win for them. I mean, just just, just to keep it spicy, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Washington then. Just. To... <laughs> oh, okay. I see how it is. Uh, following that, we have New York, Houston. I think we're both in agreement there. That's definitely That's an easy, New York. Easy New York win. And then maybe a slight tricky one: Toronto, Philadelphia. I mean, based on what I've seen so far, I think I've definitely got to go. Uh, definitely got to go Philly. I know Toronto have only played, you know, one match, and they did they did win that match three one. But I think, and they are good. Like I'm not going to discount them; they are good. But I think I think Philly are are that cut above. Um, like you know, Carpe is sort of the secret ingredient. I think so. Absolutely, I think I think I must agree with you. And speaking of Carpe, did you see his throwback to some of the great his great <laughs> widow plays? He's just extended his highlight reel by probably a couple more, like a minute or more, from it that was, weekend. Oh, it was so juicy. The, I just, yeah, I, I know the widow doesn't get played very much in uh in Overwatch. Well, it, it is coming back a bit more, but you know, w- widow highlight reel. We haven't and... se- we haven't seen it much since no. the, since season one really, and I think just seeing Car Carpe bring it back and then win the po- win that first map for Philadelphia. And that brings us on to the final match of the weekend. It's a long wait, but it's worth the wait. London Spitfire versus the Washington Justice. I think we're going to lose. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I think we might be able to get a map in. So maybe a 3-1. A 3-1 loss. But I'm, I'm not terribly optimistic. I think Washington are good. And they've shown that they're good. And uh, we're sitting at the foot of the table. So I'm... Uh, not predicting fantastic things for us, unfortunately. I have faith. I have hope. <laughs> I am going into this. We're going to three to them on their own so- to- oh, soil. Bold. We're going to reverse sweep. We're going re- oh, to reverse, reverse well. sweep the justice. We're going to make a statement and go, all right, those first two matches, this new team was just finding their feet. What ha- What's happening now is they're going to really kick on and show everyone what they're about. I mean, I I hope that happens. Uh, I I, I want to believe it's going to happen, but uh, I don't know if I can I can fully get on board. Uh, unfortunately, 
Um, that just about does it for today's episode. Lemon, what was your highlight of the weekend? Uh, I mean, as I said, I do love a cheeky back cap, but I mean, you know, the highlight of the weekend was easily uh, Carpe clicking heads. Uh, he, he went old the school. Game. He went old school. Philly needed a hero, and out he stepped onto the Widowmaker. <laughs> got, I think, a three or four k to win the map for Philly. And it was just brilliant to see him back on that Widow. And speaking of Widow, if you think you are a competent Widow, a fantastic Widow, or just think you can click heads or have a bit of fun, we're going to be running the inaugural Hangar 9 Widow 1v1 tournament on February 28th. So that is a Friday. We'll probably be starting around 7.30pm GMT. So if you'd like to participate don't forget to join our hangar 9 discord to find out more information yep and you can follow me on twitter at nevets lt that's n-e-v-e-t-s-l-t and you can follow me on twitter at squiddy 57 but until next time hang loose